today on Commitment to Truth. You know that the same Jesus Christ that walked this earth many, many years ago is still walking this earth. We physically cannot see him, but he's still around. And everything, all those wonders and signs that he did um, at the time, he can still do today. It will happen today. Why? Because we have a God that will answer our prayer if we believe and we have faith that things can accomplish. It says that you can ask a mountain to move and that mountain will move if it's in the will of God. Welcome to Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. Each week, Pastor Cedric Brown and the pastoral team at Commitment Church strive to draw you into a deeper relationship with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here's Pastor Jose Torres, teaching pastor at Commitment Church with today's message. So we started a new sermon series uh, last week entitled, Gone Fishing, Let Your Nets Down. Uh, as we continue to progress on the second week of this, um, I'd like to take a moment to reflect what Pastor Cedric shared with us last week. And uh, we read in Luke 5, from verse 1 to 6 last week, uh, where we find Jesus, he's uh, at the edge of a lake, and he is trying to teach a large multitude of people that came to hear him. And it says that the, the, the crowd was so big that it started to press on Jesus. And Jesus felt that pressure, and he looked to the side, and he saw two boats. And then he saw the fishermen that were assigned to those boats cleaning their nets. And he decided to go onto one of those boats. And he got in the boat that belonged to Simon Peter, who would become one of his disciples. And he got in the boat and told him, Simon, take me out a little way so that I can teach these people. And Simon, being obedient, rolled the boat out to a certain distance where Jesus sat down in the boat and started ministering to the people. And he ministered to them for a while. And after he finished, the scripture says that he told Simon, Simon, let us roll out to the deeper end and cast your nets into the water. Well, as Pastor was sharing, he said, Simon said this, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing. Really? You want us to go out deeper and cast our nets? We didn't find anything. We're the fishermen. We know what we're doing. We've been doing this a long time, and there's no catch out there. How many times has our Lord and Savior asked you to do something that he wanted you to do or to go somewhere where he wanted you to go, that, to that new pond, to go to that new pond? Like Pastor said, maybe from your Starbucks, you, he's sending you to the Wawa coffee. It's not as good, but there's a purpose there for you. There's a reason why he wants you to go to that Wawa so that you can cast your net. Because there's a great catch that he knows is there, but you don't see it. There's someone there in need of that word from you that would lead them to know Jesus Christ. So Simon, being an obedient 
person that he was, after making his short excuse, said, okay, Lord, I'll do what you say, and we'll go out deeper. Last week, Pastor Cedric emphasized on excuse. What is the reason why we use excuses every time God asks you to do something? And he pointed out three things. The first was we give God the excuse because we're preoccupied with things. The daily things of life have preoccupied our time. Oh, I don't have time to go visit that person that's sick at the hospital because I got to work today. Or I have to take my car to the shop. Or I already made a pre-commitment with someone else that I can't break. Excuse. Secondly, he said that we're previously ineffective. We were previously ineffective in what he's asking us to do. So we live in our failures instead of beating our failures. We live in our failures. Because I failed before, I'm not doing it again because I don't want to fail again. I don't want to feel that way again. And lastly, he said, we are paralyzed by personal efforts. Why? Sometimes we think we know what to do and we don't listen to the Lord Jesus Christ and what he's instructing us to do. And because we are gifted in certain ways, gifted in the gap, pastor said, that gap, it's not a gift that's given from God, but, you know, some of us have the privilege of speaking to others and people tend to listen to us. And because I'm good at that, uh, oh, I know what he wants me to do, and go ahead and and start doing it, and we mess it up. We paralyze what God wants us to do. We hinder what God wants us to do and to reach and who we have to reach. So those are the three things for excuses. But I was quickly reminded of something. Uh, I was a police officer for 23 years for the city of Camden. And my first day in the academy, they taught us one thing. And some people on the staff already know this because I use it a lot. My children know this because I use it a lot. And it's what is the definition of excuses in the police academy? It says this, excuses are the tools of the incompetent. We've built monuments of nothingness. And those who specialize in the use are seldom capable of anything else. So when you make an excuse, you're building a monument, a wall, something to hinder what God wants to do. We're building walls to hinder what God wants to do. And what does happens after that? Nothing is done. Nothing is accomplished. Why? Because we built those walls to stop the flow of Jesus Christ, his word, his love, his mercy, his grace, his salvation to reach others. So if you ever hear me say that, you're going to laugh because I say it a lot. Because I believe excuses are just that, a tool that incompetent people used to build monuments of nothingness. And it hinders what God wants to do through you. You are capable. You are able to do whatever God instructs you to do. Why? Because he will not instruct you to do it 
If he did not give you the power, he is the one that's going to do the work. You're just a mere tool that he wants to use. So allow God to instruct you like Simon was instructed. Come on, Simon. I know you're the fisherman. You've been doing this for many years. I know you've been fishing. You said you were out there all night and you didn't catch nothing. But listen to me, please, and do what I say because I know something that you don't know. There's fishes out there waiting for us. There's people out there waiting for us. So do what Jesus is telling you to do. Pay attention. Do not put excuses up. Pastor also shared that when we listen to, to our Lord and Savior, there's great risk of the unknown, the fear of the unknown. Oh, I don't know if I can, if I can sing in front of everybody. Uh, I know that he's given me this gift. I'm hiding it inside my heart. I sing from here, and, and man, my heart palpitates when, when, when the worship team is up there, and I would love to be up with them, but I don't know. I don't know. I think I'm not worthy. I think I, I can't do it as good as they can. If he's gifted you with something and you're not putting it into practice, guess what? What good is that gift? Take the gift that God has given you and put it into practice. And do not be fearful for he takes over the fear and takes it away. Any doubt, like the song says, the lies and the doubt, we're going to lay them down and allow God to work through us. So, yes, is there risk? All the time. In everything we do, there's a risk. But the risk is just a little thing. Because then Pastor talked about the results. The results when we take a leap of faith that we don't know what's ahead, but we know he's saying go ahead. We are going to go there because he said go. I'm going to use Sister Joyce for an example. When she was called to South Africa... She didn't know much about South Africa. Africa. She didn't know what she was walking into. She didn't know what was waiting for her. But she knew that she knew that God was calling her to go. And she was obedient and she went. And I've never heard Joyce talk anything negative about South Africa. I know there's a peace and a joy because she's in the place that God wants her to be. Because she heard, didn't surrender to those fears, was obedient. And the results, we hear about the results, how God is blessing that area, that community, those people through Joyce and her works and what she's doing for God. She's doing it for God and for the people, and God is giving her the blessing in that area. The word of God is getting out. People are being saved. People are being touched. People are hearing about the work that she's doing and they're coming there. So there is always a purpose that God has. We may not see it with these physical eyes, but eventually we'll see it. And today we're going to talk about when we see these things, certain things happen. Thank you for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. 
We'll continue with the second part of the message right after this. Hello, this is Cedric Brown, and I would like to personally invite you out to an exciting event that is taking place on January 31st at 7 p.m. It will be the first of four South Jersey Metro Philadelphia prayer gatherings located in Collingswood, New Jersey at the Scottish Rite Auditorium. Will you join me again January the 31st at 7 p.m. at the Scottish Rite Auditorium in Collingswood, New Jersey. I look forward to seeing you there. God bless you. Thank you again for joining us for today's message from Commitment to Truth. We now return for the second half of our message. So today I would like to share a couple things. It's going to be like four points that I want to touch on. And what happens when we obey and do what Jesus asked us to do? We're going to be reading from Luke chapter 5, verses 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, and 11. But I'm going to start on verse 4 first. And it says this. And when he had finished speaking... He said to Simon, put out into the deep water and let down your, your nets for the catch. Simon answered and said, Master, we worked hard all night and caught nothing. But I will do as you say and let down the nets. And when they, verse 6, and when they had done this, they enclosed a great quantity of fish and their nets began to break. So, verse 7, so they signaled to their partners in the other boats for them to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so that they began to sink. So this leads us to our first point. If you have your highlights, it's the first point. It says, when we obey God and do what he says, it gives us a great weight. Weight. What is weight? Weight is something heavy or, or a load. Sounds negative, right? Like when the weight, when you gain weight, ooh, that's negative because oh, I don't look good. <laughs> or when you put on a weight and you're carrying, it's heavy and it causes you to go down. It seems more like a burden instead of a blessing. But in this particular verse, and this particular part of the scriptures. It's not a burden, but a blessing that God had given them. The church has been called to serve this community. And because we launched over 25 years ago, the small group that started, the fruit or the weight that came from that first 10 people that started this church can be seen today. We have three services. Usually the services are packed with people. We have a church in Colombia. We have a ministry in South Africa. We have a church starting up in New York. We have another church starting up in PA. Why? Because the weight of the blessing is starting to be seen. The weight of what God has in store for this church is starting to be seen. 
But I tell you one thing, prepare your hearts for what is about to happen in 2023. Because greater things are coming. Because why? Because we are listening to what he wants us to do. And we're not just standing there in fear, but we're marching into that. We're carrying our boats into the water. We're boarding our boats. We're gathering our nets, shaking them out, putting them in the boat. And we're heading out deeper to where God wants us to be. And I guarantee you when we cast our nets in what God has instructed us to do in 2023, the great catch is awaiting. The great blessing is awaiting. We are now fishers of men, women, children, and youth. Every last one of them are like a small fish or a big fish that's waiting for us to be drawn them into our nets so that our boat can be filled so that it feels like we're sinking, but know that it's all about Jesus and that Jesus wants to impact those people, impact us, and do greater things with this church. I recall four years ago, we were an independent church, stood alone. We weren't associated to no one but Jesus. But God instructed our leaders, our elders, and our senior pastor that it was time for a change, that a risk had to be taken so that we can venture out deeper into the waters that God had in store for this church. And we joined the EFCA, the Eastern District. And I can say, because I've seen it with my own eyes, we didn't know what our purpose was. We didn't know if they were going to help us or we were going to help them, what God wanted to do there. But God had a plan with this church to be an impact with this district. Why? Because within four years, our senior pastor is now a co-superintendent of the district. Some of our leadership here are now part of the team that leads the district. Why is that? Because we're open to do whatever God instructs us to do, to go deeper into the place that God wants us to go and to cast our nets. We cast our nets and we joined our brothers and sisters in the greater catch. The district is growing. The district is flourishing, not because of us, but what God is doing through us. So be open to whatever God is instructing you to do because whatever he is instructing you to do, there's going to be a great weight coming. A great harvest. And if your heart is not prepared to receive it, you're going to be overwhelmed and you're going to be Fearful because you're going to think, oh, our nets are, are tearing. It says the nets were tearing, but they didn't break. The ships were sinking, but they did not sink. What do you think it didn't sink or the nets didn't break? Because Jesus was in the midst of that transaction, that incident, what was occurring. Jesus was there. So I don't know about you, but wherever Jesus is, I want to be. 
Because where he is, there is peace, there's tranquility, there's power, there's authority, there is love, there is mercy, there's everything I need. When I'm down and lonely and depressed and feeling like the burdens of this world are going to overtake me. When I'm feeling sick, I know that I have my great healer in front of me. Wherever he is, that's where I want to be. So if he says go to South Africa, <laughs> guess what? I'm booking a flight. I'm going to South Africa. If he says go to Colombia, oh, last time you were in Colombia, you were in an accident. The car flipped over. Two people died. There's a risk. I'm going. Because if I die doing the work of God, guess what? I'm going to a better place. I'm going to a better place. So the great wait, wait, it's one of the things that happens when we do what he says to do. I'm going to read verse 8. It says, but when Simon Peter saw that, saw that, when he saw that the, the boat was, the nets were being filled, they're almost ripping and the boats were almost sinking. It says, he fell down at Jesus' feet saying, go away from me for I am a sinful man. Hello, my name is Sarah Vega and I am the administrative and executive director here at Commitment Church. I hope you've enjoyed today's message by Pastor Cedric Brown. If you didn't know, Pastor Cedric also sends out encouraging videos weekly. We call these the Weekly Wire. We can send these encouraging videos directly to you by subscribing at www.loveallnations.org. Here's an example of the encouragement you'll receive. It is so easy in life to lack confidence, to lose confidence, especially when things are not going your way, especially if you have some strange family dynamics that are happening in your home, marital issues, marital struggles, uh, children that are uh, going through different transitions of life, very easy to lose your confidence. Easy to lose your confidence on the job when things are not going your way, when you're having financial struggles and just, again, life just doesn't seem fair at all. Very easy to lose your confidence when you look around you in society and see that things are are just not going the way that maybe you think they should be. But there's a Bible verse that says this, do not throw away your confidence, which has its great reward. In other words, what I think it's saying to you and me is that do not throw away your confidence in an all-knowing, all-powerful, all-capable God to take care of you and me and take care of this world. Matter of fact, he is still holding things together in spite of what we see. In spite of what we are experiencing today, God is still on the throne and he's still capable of rewarding us with his precious and magnificent promises. Today, do not throw away your confidence in him because one day you will reap your reward. So if you know anyone else around you that may be struggling with their confidence in God, please pass this video on to them that they also may be encouraged not to throw it away, but to hold on to it and, and trust in a mighty, all-powerful God. We hope you enjoyed the sample of our Weekly Wire. Again, to subscribe to your weekly inspiration, refreshment, and encouragement, please visit www.loveallnations.org.
Thank you again for listening to our series, From Commitment to Truth, the teaching ministry of Commitment Church, a place for all nations. If you want to listen to the previous messages in this series, or if you want to hear messages from other series, visit Commitment Church on YouTube or Pastor Cedric Brown on Spotify, Pandora, or other podcast providers. You can also visit us on our website, commitmentchurch.org. And if you live in the Philadelphia, Delaware, or South Jersey area, we would love to see you in person as well. You can attend any of our services by visiting us at 2 Berlin Road South, Lindenwald, New Jersey, 08021. Thank you again for listening, and have a blessed and wonderful day. Thank you.